I'm Jane Hilsden, marketing consultant and founder of the How To Do Marketing Academy, as well as small business marketing agency, Dragonfly Marketing. Welcome to this episode of the How To Do Marketing Show, a no-nonsense podcast about marketing for small business. It's my mission to put marketing on the agenda for every regionally-based small business in Australia. Why? Because I know that when marketing is done properly, it can help your business grow. The How To Do Marketing Show is a podcast just for you and your small business. Bursting with marketing insight and information, this show will be a fabulous resource to help you know all there is to know about the topic of marketing for small business. Welcome back to another episode of the How To Do Marketing Show. Now, look, if there is one marketing activity that seems to be hidden extremely well from so many small business owners, it's the social media advertising platforms. And I reckon that this is a shame because this is actually a really handy advertising platform for small businesses. And I say that because you can actually achieve a hell of a lot on here with a small budget. But what I'll also say is that it can stand to be a really big money suck if you don't understand how to use the advertising platform well. Now, you've probably heard me banging on before about the five steps of the marketing journey or my marketing ecosystem. So first of all, we've got awareness where we want to go and introduce your business to new people. That's step one, because if people don't know about you, they can't buy from you. Step two is where we're encouraging them to engage with your content. So that might just be by by liking it on social media or subscribing to an email or clicking on a link on your website um, and, and deep diving into a blog article, downloading something from your website, um, you know, those sorts of things. Then the third step is conversion, where we turn, you know, a a warm lead that's been um, engaging with you into into a sale. Then we look at repeat sales and how we can actually get people to buy more from you, or sorry, your, your, your existing customers or previous customers to buy more from you. And then we look at brand advocacy where we kind of turn your your previous customers or all all of your customers really into raving fans. So there's the five steps. Now, the social media advertising platforms very conveniently align with these steps. And if you create the right ads in the right order, then you can get social media um, advertising to cover off all of these steps. So in this episode, I'm actually talking to the delightful Stacey Hughes about all the exciting things that the social media platforms are offering in 2022 in the hope that it kind of encourages anyone um, who's listening, who's got a small business that's not using this platform to, to get on and have a go. So Stacey is a Facebook ads expert and her superpower is helping online course creators attract more students with digital advertising campaigns and funnels that deliver more clicks, leads and sales. So she plans these ad campaigns very, very strategically and delivers her clients exceptional results. 
Now, these ad platforms, bit of a warning here, they evolve at a rate of knots and there are just so many new developments and functionalities and hacks that unless you're someone who works in this space every day, it's actually really hard to keep up. So because Stacey lives and breathes social media advertising, I thought she was the perfect person to, to ask about what we should all know um, about in the world of social media advertising as small business owners. Uh, Stacey had some awesome advice and some really, really good insight into what kind of ad strategies and content in particular that we'll want to get on board with in 2022. Now, also, before we kick off this episode, I just thought I'd let you know that I'm actually going to be dropping the episodes back to of the How to Do Marketing show back to fortnightly as opposed to weekly. And this is just going to help ensure that I can continue to bring you a steady stream of small business marketing tips, interviews, insights and information. Um when I get on on top of everything, I may go back. I may have little periodic bursts where I go back to weekly episodes, um, but I will be dropping back to a fortnightly drop um, of, of an episode just for a little while. So um, don't fret if uh, if a week goes by and, and, I, and you haven't heard from me. You will the following week. All right, let's get on with this interview with Stacey Hughes. Hello, Stacey, and welcome to the How To Do Marketing Show. Thank you, Jane. It's great to be here. Uh, look, it's great to have you. And you're coming all the way from Launceston because you are on a trip around Australia with your family. Yes, I have four children and we've packed up the house and we've moved into a caravan and we're travelling around Australia for 12 months. That is just so awesome. I, uh, I really feel like I need to, to follow your social <laughs> media feed to yeah. live vicariously through you because Definitely. what a year in our third year of COVID. Having yeah. said that, now things are a little bit more open and hopefully there's no more border shutdowns and, and lockdowns. Yeah. You've probably picked a really good year to do that. I think so. We have, um, we've had a good run so far. Like we've got made it up to the ferry. Like we're from Queensland, so we've had to travel a few states, a few border crossings, and we've had a good run so far. We've all managed to stay well so far and we're all vaccinated and everything. So, yeah, yeah hopefully... Yeah, with smooth sailing from here on end and yeah. um, we're going to homeschool the children now. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that all goes. Oh, fun, fun, fun. Yay, what a great 2022 for you. Yes. But we're here to talk today about social media and in particular social media advertising. Mm -hmm. And can you just give us just a little bit of background in terms of how you first got into this space, particularly into that Facebook advertising space? Yeah, sure. My husband's a dietitian and we started a business in 2015. We started our first dietitian clinic and he was the clinician and I was the everything else person. So I was the HR and the business manager and I was also head of marketing. So uh, we were bulk billing dietitians. So we had very low um, profit margin and we had to come up with, you know, innovative marketing strategies. And I just knew social media was 
um, where it was at in terms of Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and I also wanted to learn about ads. So back then I just did every course I could get my hands on and I used that to get new clients for us, um, for our service-based business. And then in 2019, we developed an online weight loss course because we wanted to reach more people. And then I used what my knowledge from Facebook ads and I you know, obviously learnt more in that process. Yeah. And I was sort of spending about ten to $15,000 on ads per month. Uh, so I really had to, um, you know, which made me nervous at the time, but I really had to fine-tune my strategy and make sure everything was working well. And I really developed a love for it. I really, I literally loved doing it and the reporting side of things and making those changes. So yeah. uh, that's why I've, we sold our dietitian practices. We had 18 staff and four clinics. Wow. And we sold that business and I just I about July last year I decided to start my own Facebook ads marketing business. Oh my gosh, I love it. And I have so many questions just from from that. One in in particular, so you so you mentioned that you were spending that 10 to 15,000 dollars worth of Facebook advertising budget. Did did you kind of like it sounds like you kind of started with the Facebook ads and 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 did you work your way up to that 10 yes. 15,000 like yeah definitely when did you feel the click or the like when did yeah. you feel ready to go do you know what now it's just a numbers game i just need to turn up the volume and i'm yeah. i'm confident and that is what it is. And that is always my strategy is to start low. I know people have different opinions on that, but mine right. is always to start low because I find if there's a problem in your funnel somewhere, like, you know, maybe you're sending people to a landing page uh, that isn't clear that the next step is to join the wait list or something yes. like that. So if you're send, if you're if you're spending lots of money on ads and you know, the next step is not clear, then that's yeah. a waste of money. So yeah. my strategy is always start low. So I did, yeah, did do that. And I guess when I was spending those big budgets too, it was for our online course. So we were launching that and getting, you know, we were kind of a low volume, uh, low cost, high volume yep. course. So we were getting like, you know, 300 or more people each time. So, right. um you know, we justified spending that much money on marketing. But yeah, really, yeah, really start out small, get it working right. And then I dial up the budget. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. And and it sounds like you've been working in this this Facebook ad space for a while, you've probably seen I mean, my goodness, you only need to have worked in it for six months to see yes. major evolution. Major oh yeah, my God, totally. it's so hard to keep up. So what how have you, like, what are some of the major changes that you've kind of witnessed evolve uh, over the yeah. time you've worked in that space? So probably the, obviously, the biggest one has been the, uh, you know, the iOS yeah. changes where um, Facebook can no longer track Apple users if they opt out, so they can no longer track them on a, on their website anymore. So that has really changed reporting and and you know your ad results, that type of thing. And I, what I've found though, that if you choose campaigns where you keep people on the platform, yep. you keep them on Facebook or you keep them on Instagram, you get better results. So it's just changing your strategy a bit better. And I think that is just marketing in general, isn't it? Yep. You you do have to keep abreast of all the changes and yeah. just adjust your strategy. Like campaigns I was running, you know, five years ago is different to what I'm doing now. 
Okay. So as an example of keeping people on the platform, so this like this is instead of actually getting people to click through to a landing page on your website exactly, or to an app or whatever you're wherever you're sending them, keep them on Facebook or keep them on Instagram. But if if your objective is to actually make a sale or collect yep. an email address, like two yep. things that perhaps you might have been doing on your website. Um, do you recommend kind of trying to get that sale or that email on the platform itself? Yeah. So, for example, you would do a lead generation campaign. So that's that form on Facebook. Yeah. So you, it's where you give something of value to your client. So you might have an ebook or a checklist, and you give that to them, but you keep them on the. And normally, you may have sent that to your landing page where you get their name and email, and you deliver that. Um, thing so this way you keep them on the platform you use the form um, you're still delivering that thing um, but you're you're collecting their name and email and then you zap it or somehow transfer it into your CRM so that you can further email them and I think now these days it's not so clear cut it's not so clear cut with you might make a sale from that lead generation ad, but you might collect that name and email and then you further warm them up on an email sequence. They get to know you a bit better and then you make that sale or that offer on the email. Yeah, got it, got it, yeah. So, so yeah, I it's guess- all about sort of keeping them there, but then you do take them off. At some point. At some point, maybe to make that offer to them. And another way is like post engagement. So you might be delivering, uh, you might be doing really good um, content on your Facebook page or your Instagram and turning that organic content into an ad. So putting some ad spend behind that and then showing that to more people. So you really want to get, you do deliver engaging content. So you get people commenting and you reply to that comment and that type of thing. And then you put some ad spend behind that and reach and show that post to more people. people. Because really, um, you know, organically, you're not getting many people viewing yeah. that newsfeed content if you're not if you're not investing in it. So something um, that we do is is we'll actually put boost content behind it. Some of it will actually run it through the ad platform um, yeah. and 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 take like existing posts and run that through as an engagement campaign. Yeah. But a lot of the time, we're boosting it. What would you recommend is the best way yeah. to to invest in it? I would recommend yeah using ads manager only because you do you can target more types of people and there's just a few more options uh, in the ads manager I know it's complicated and it is easier to boost sometimes yeah. and, and and you know sometimes boosting is fine if you're um, you know if it's in your local you might be a coffee shop or something like that and it it is an easy one you just want people in your local area that type of thing but when you want to sort of target more specific people um, or your ideal client then you do get more options through the ads manager so yeah I would recommend just learning more about how you do that with audiences and and targeting that way but you know you you only need to spend a few dollars per day or you know a small amount of money just to reach new people and Facebook rewards you if you're showing people you know if you're creating that engaging content it kind of works hand in hand with the paid ad strategy so it's going to 
you know show more people as well so yeah 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 that that's a, that's a really good point and that's a question that I get asked so often is what's the difference between boosting, boosting. And, and using the ad platform and as you said it's a little bit more complicated using the ad platform yeah. um, however once you kind of get to to know get how to head use it, it it's yes. if it's more effective that makes sense Okay, excellent. Now, as well as setting up Facebook and Instagram ads, you can also help online business owners set up LinkedIn, Pinterest, TikTok ads. Apart from the nuances, obviously, TikTok is where there's a lot of, you know, youth spending their time. I know my kids who are all teenagers (laughs) are obsessed in TikTok. Um, me as a you know 40 something year old generation <laughs> x not so much I'm probably yes. more on the Instagram and, and LinkedIn so obviously there's going to be a little bit of catering for, for those nuanced demographics but yes. when it actually comes to planning out the campaigns implementing them you know measuring and and and, and p- taking note of the metrics that they provide yeah do the ad platforms very much is there much difference between them yeah, I well, in my experience, once you kind of understand Facebook Business Manager, which is a beast in itself, they yeah. are very similar. So, yeah, all of the platforms are very, very similar to Facebook. So, you know, it's that choosing a campaign objective, choosing your ads, and they all do use different terminology, but all kind of basically is the same. So once you kind of work that out, and get an understanding of that, then you it, it applies. It's, it's easy to set up on the other platforms. And it really just comes back to strategy. So um, if you're going to a- advertise on Pinterest, your clients have to be there yes. already. And, um, you know, it, it's just all like who are you targeting and your message has to be someone who's looking for you on Pinterest. So you just have to, if you're targeting someone cold or who's never heard of you before, if you're advertising on Pinterest, Interest, then you need to talk to them like they'd never heard of you before, if that makes sense. Yes, so, yes. so your messaging, it just all comes back to your messaging and your creative. Yeah. Again, that's probably the most important thing to, to get the right person to look yeah. at your stuff. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And and does it, like, is it varying? Because I know whenever I've kind of looked at running LinkedIn um, ad campaigns, they seem to be so much more expensive than Facebook is is that right do you see like that kind of price differential across the platforms yeah I do with LinkedIn especially but I mean at the end of the day too it it is a it's hard to gauge because you also have to look at did that person that you acquired on LinkedIn did they then um, make a sale with you and what was that sale value Mm -hmm. so um, yeah it might have cost more to acquire them through LinkedIn but it might be your right person and they might go on to spend you know $500 with you or $2,000 so maybe that $10 cost to acquire them was actually worth it. So it is something you do have to monitor. You can't really just run one campaign, see what the cost is and say, oh, no, that didn't work for me. You kind of have to follow them along in your journey, in their journey with you, and then see, you know, and that all comes to reporting and sort of, you know, keeping a bit of an idea of how you acquired that person. So, and and that's the same with any type of ad, really. Even whatever type, you know, where in the funnel you're targeting someone, you really have to know what they do next and then how they become a customer. And then they might become a VIP or they might become a customer that refers other people to you. So, 
um, then you would look at what did that cost to acquire that person. So, yeah. yeah. And then so it's it, kind of not just a straightforward thing, is it? Like yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's all part of the whole marketing strategy. Ecosystem, yeah. yeah. And and then it comes back to, as, as you said at the beginning, in terms of just testing out your creative, testing out your strategy, yeah. you know, spending as, as little as you can to the, in the beginning to, to see how that goes. And then once you've kind of cracked it, you might feel a little bit Got more it. confident about turning up the value. And as you said, if you're paying $36 to acquire a lead that ultimately has a lifetime yeah. value of 30000 yeah. it's probably that's not a bad return, is it? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So I've got a client who just today she told me she um, it, her leads were $2 a lead and she'd spent $700 all up on the whole campaign. But one of those people spent uh, – bought a $17,000 package with her. So nice. Now it's like that $700 was actually worth it to spend, to even just get that. And, you know, who knows um, what other customers might come out of that. That's right. You know, it's all about sometimes people aren't going to see one ad and buy a $17,000 product anyway, are they? Like you further have to. Um, you know, have a bit of a relationship with them before they commit to something like that. So, yeah, so that's the thing, isn't it? You do have to track and measure everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and I I love the statistic um, that only 3% of people are actually ready to buy when they see yeah. your marketing. So, so, so 3%, true, absolutely, mm. 3% might act straight away. The other 97%, you know, mm-hmm. are going to fall perhaps into your marketing funnel yeah. and, and might purchase, as you say, 12 months down the track. So, yeah, that's right. Or, yeah. you know, in 18 months even. So, yeah. 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 So, no, that, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And, and what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see business owners making with social media advertising? Yeah, probably that Facebook ads is going to fix a problem. So if they don't have Mm. enough people looking at their product or they don't have enough leads or they don't, you know, have enough traffic, that type of thing, and they think just by running a Facebook ads campaign, it's it's going to fix that problem. Mm. Uh, So really it is you have to think about it in terms of that funnel strategy. And and you may talk about that, um, you know, in your your group as well, but it is, you know, talk how you talk to those top of funnel people, like getting those cold people. It's like the awareness, you know, the first time someone sees you and then, you know, then when they're in the middle of the funnel, like delivering something of value to them and then bottom of funnel when you actually, have to you know when they make the sale or become a client so I guess in terms of your ads campaigns you have to think about that as well what campaigns are you going to run at each level how are you going to talk to the person at that level as well like with your copy and your creative so um, I find it's not one-dimensional it's I know when you are starting out you can just run an ad like we spoke about at the beginning like a post engagement ad just to get awareness when you're first starting out but in terms of really growing your business and running ads successfully you do have to think about it in terms of a funnel yes absolutely yeah couldn't agree more now what are some of the non-negotiables when it comes to setting up effective social media ad strategies yeah I would also say I always say to my clients are you posting already on the platform that you want to Mm. advertise on are you posting on Instagram if you want to want Instagram ad and are you posting engaging content and consistently it doesn't have to be daily 
Uh, but it does have to be, you know, at least three quality pieces per week, three to four, um, and getting that engagement from your clients. So um, I find if a client isn't doing that yet, I say let's not talk about ads yet. Start doing that for a month at least and then come back and we'll talk about setting up your ads. So, So, yeah, Facebook as well, yeah. So is that because um, Facebook want to see some proof of concept before you start vlogging your wares on Facebook? Or, and is it also because, you know, one of the, the um, nice side effects of advertising on Facebook and Instagram is that you'll actually start to gain followers as well. Even though that might not be your main objective, people will start to discover you yeah. and start to follow you. And if you have a blank page, they'll go, what the? Yeah, and I think also too, like the you know they've created like Mark Zuckerberg has created these platforms, haven't they? They want they don't want if you were bombarded with ads constantly, yeah. you you would bounce off, wouldn't you? You wouldn't use yeah. it. But yeah. I think there's that fine line between they deliver some ads and they deliver the engaging content. So they want you to do that as well. Like yes. they they reward the business owners who who do that, create that engaging content as well as then you know do the ads as well. So I think you do have to do both and you know the research says that you know you need to do both both work well together they work together um you know the organic works well gets more reach um gets more than that one percent that you would get if you weren't running ads and i found that myself when we when we run when we were owned the dietitian clinics when we were running ads the reach was was way better than if we were running no ads at all. So, so the reach on your organic, organic news, your newsfeed content, you would yeah. get higher reach when, when we were, were running, running ads at the same time. Yeah. And yeah. those ads are like for people who are just new to this space, they're not necessarily sitting on your newsfeed. They're turning up in people's newsfeed, but they're not sitting on your page. So that's right. Yeah, like Facebook's linked the two and two together and gone. Yeah, rewarding yeah. both because you have to have a page to run, you know, run ads. So yes. um, yeah, but yeah. yeah, I would, I, I, I think people um, think it's just easier to just do ads and nothing else. But I think, you, well, you know, to, yeah. it's 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 pay to play, but you, yeah. yeah, you also have to create that engaging content as well and, yeah. and talk to your audience and all that type of thing. And that just comes back to the whole notion of social media, doesn't it? And with Does. the keyword being social, you know, this yeah. is not your your print advertising or your radio advertising or your TV advertising. Whereas an advertiser, you don't have to come up with content, engaging content. You just have to show up with your ad because the yes. TV stations doing you know doing the engaging content for you yeah this is a platform that is designed to be social and so you're being you're rewarded for actually being social as opposed to just it's treating it as a radio channel or or a tv ad where you just show up and sell and that even goes to like if 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 people are commenting on your post, reply to them, mm. you know, engage with them, have that backwards and forth, and you get rewarded for that as well. So, uh, so many times I comment on businesses' posts and then nothing, like they don't reply. And I just think well, that's a wasted opportunity. You really need to, if, if you've gone to the trouble to create that content and someone has, you know, because how hard is it to get that <laughs> engagement? Yeah. And then someone's got, you really have to reply to that. And, yeah. and create that 
you know, backwards yeah. and forwards conversations. So. And Facebook sees that and rewards that as well. And 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 obviously Facebook and Instagram are owned by the same, same, same thing. business. Yeah. So so if you're replying to comments on either of those, and look, I'm I'm assuming that it's the same with all the other platforms as well. Yes, and I LinkedIn, definitely. it definitely is is beneficial to to to, to, to engage. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that's yeah. what it's all about. It's all yeah. about like it's that, that social thing. That's what they want. So yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And I find particularly particularly in Facebook and um, LinkedIn, if you're like, if you post it and then 24 hours, you might go back and start replying, you, you know, you know, might start replying to some of the comments and then you might 24 hours start replying to a few more comments that have been left overnight. It actually reinvigorates that post and puts yes. it back in the newsfeed. It's almost like you've just reposted it. Exactly. And all of, all of them do that. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also there's... Um, with Facebook and Instagram, there's like a two week. It's like if you do an affinity post, yeah. um, you get you get the attention of that person for two weeks. So if a person engages with your post, you've got their attention for two weeks. Facebook and Instagram are going to deliver that post to that client for the next two weeks, and then if they engage with it again, and that, and that's exactly the same with ads as well. So um, yeah, it's just cont- continuing to to engage with your clients. And and can you just explain the the concept of an affinity post? Yeah, so affinity is it gets really good engagement. So you know, like you post something, and um, within the first hour, and I, I, there there is different rules for different platforms on the timings, but it it basically. Ex- says to the algorithm within the first hour or whatever the time limit is that this is a really great post because all people are commenting on it and so then the platform shows that to more people and then you know more people engage with it and then it shows it to more people so um there's all different rules for different platforms and i yeah there is one for linkedin as well and then eventually gets to a person and then a person looks at the post and says yes this is really good and it's like and then you know days later that post keeps getting shown to new people so um it kind of works too people don't even have to be following you or connected with you if you've created an engaging post yeah um you'll be rewarded by it being shown to you know other other people and a good ratio for those affinity posts um i i've attended quite a few of the digital picnics lunch and learn um and they they've run a few um uh, lunch and learns based on the the algorithm, particularly in in Instagram, and I think they recommend one one every six posts, or that maybe they're doing one every six posts. So yeah. they're they're doing something that they know will be really juicy, really popular. So yes. generally, that's not a sales post. That's not yes. when you're actually trying to sell something. This is yes. something that that might be a controversial topic. Or, or, or personal, really something really personal or yes, emotional, yeah, personal, something humanising. Something really yep. funny, you know, something funny. that really kind of makes people really um, want to engage with, with, that, with that post, but it generally yep. doesn't involve selling. So you kind no, of... No, that's right. Yeah. You need those as part of your, your content plan because that's, that's, that's a really good point that you make there. Allow me to briefly interject in this episode of the How To Do Marketing Show to tell you about my bloody great marketing plan. But firstly, tell me if this sounds familiar. You are a passionate and ambitious small business owner. You bloody love being your own boss and you have some pretty grand plans for your business. But right now, you feel like your business is running you. 
You are working ridiculous hours. You can't stop thinking and worrying about how you will get more sales. And you are often overwhelmed when you think about all of the stuff that you're just not even getting to. This is not what you signed up for, right? A successful business to you is one where you have some choice and some flexibility. You have a good team of people to support you. You make a good wage and by God, do you earn a nice bloody profit because that's the reward for being in business. So there's a few core business functions that you will need to master in order to get to that spot. And one of those is marketing. In fact, in my experience, you're actually going to need a bloody great marketing plan to help you build that business dream. But it's got to be foolproof and it's got to be simple and easy to implement. You do not have time to faff about trying to understand complex and confusing jargon and malarkey. You've got a bloody business to run. So allow me to introduce my bloody great marketing plan. Simple, straightforward, no bullshit. And if you actually follow it, it will lead to that increase in your revenue that allows you to hire more staff, pay yourself well, and make a bloody beautiful profit. So if you want to start building that dream business of yours today by getting your own bloody great marketing plan into place, simply head to howtodomarketing.com.au forward slash my bloody great marketing plan and now back to the show okay now i'm excited about this next bit because i want to find out what's on the cards for 2022 what are some of the upcoming social media advertising trends and in particular you've got some tips around reels and story ads yeah so reels is you know it's sort of where it's at it's instagram's uh comp- competitor to tiktok yep. so that instagram are really um giving good reach for anyone who re- really rewards anyone who uh, is doing reels mm. so and stories as well so facebook and instagram recommend you should have at least one to two stories live on your account at all times right. so um they're really encouraging people to use reels and use stories Um, to engage with your audience so and we all know how hard it is to create reels so and it's not just that whole dancing into the music like there's some really awesome reels where people are educating you or teaching you something so um and you can you can create that reel with the instagram app or you can use a canva template um or that you know there's lots of apps you can use to create reels um so with ads you can create a stories and reels um ad own like only ads so you just deliver that ad to that it's called a placement yes so it's just um so you you might create your reel on instagram you can download it with a chrome chrome extension and then you upload it as a campaign and you only do it as a stories and reels only placement. So um, you're putting some, you know, you've, you've gone to all that trouble to create that reel and you might find that it's quite a successful one and then you create that into an ad. So, um, yeah, that's a really good one that I'm using with all of my clients that are doing reels at the moment. So right. they're going to the hard work to create that reel. We're then creating it into an ad to show more people. 
Right. So you create the reel on Instagram. Yep. You download it with the Chrome extension. Chrome extension. Yep. And then um, from there you put it into the ad platform and choose the placement of reels. Reels and stories, and stories. only. Just because when you create a campaign, you can do automatic placements and there's I think there's like 15 or 16 Mm. placements on the Facebook and Instagram network. But by just choosing Reels and Stories, you're saying just spend all my budget only on Reels and Stories. So, yeah. And you're getting good results with those. Yeah. Awesome. That is such a good tip, Stacey, because um, certainly heard all of the hype about using Stories and Reels and 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 I will sometimes so so when Stace talks about the automatic placement and the manual placement, when you're setting up an ad, you can choose that that Facebook just sends it to whichever platforms, um, Instagram, Instagram Stories, um, yep. Facebook Bing. Stories, right hand marketplace, side, marketplace, yes. messenger, like you know, all of that. Yep. Or yep. you can switch, you can click on manual and yes. say, no, nah, I don't want to send it to anywhere else, just stories, stories and, and reels and reels. Um so, so that's really good to know because obviously there's a lot of hype around the, the the organic reach because both of those stories and reels, like if you look at your metrics, you'll see that organically they will just outperform so yes. many of your news feed posts. Yeah, exactly. And then so you're really just amplifying those results by putting a little bit of ad spend behind it and creating an ad out of that. Yes. So, um, yes. and you're just, you know, reaching, reaching even more people. So, yeah. yeah, great, great to do it organically, but yeah. Yeah. If, if you've got a you know an outperforming one or one that you worked really hard on and you really want yes. to show more people, Turn I recommend turning yeah making yeah. that into an ad. Yeah, oh, that's such a good tip. Such a good tip. Anything else in that space that we yeah. should know about? Yeah, um, video video is is the big one. Um, you know, you get rewarded for video, so it might if you're not comfortable but maybe becoming more comfortable on camera and, you know, maybe doing a Facebook Live, you know, once a week or whatever on your page, just, you know, video, yeah, you're going to get rewarded for video. So um, however that looks and it might be face on camera or it might be you creating a video and there's such great templates you can use in Canva now or, um, yeah, so just... Oh, InShot's another app that you can use, you know, to create video. So I really would recommend experimenting with video if you haven't already Yeah, because uh, really that is where it's at. And that's the same with ads as well, like experimenting with your different types of ads. I always say to my clients, put a video in there and just in experiment the in the mix, yeah. And when you say video, how long, like, because it's gone, you know, the recommendations yeah. seem to change every couple of months. Where are, yeah. where are we up to? Where it's short. The short. shorter, the better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know, it's so funny. I used to do three-minute videos. Like, we used to do yeah. ads for three-minute videos, but now it's like the shorter, the better. You can get your message. Well, I mean, and again, that's got to be tested and maybe your audience or whatever you're talking about maybe can only be said in three minutes and your audience did watch till the end. So. So, you know, take my advice with a grain of salt. But the shorter the video, if you can get your message across quite quickly. Um, So I use a bit of a method. I say to my clients, hook story offer. So your hook is, you know, a sentence to grab their attention. So what what problem are you solving? And then the story part is you, like why are you the best person to solve it? And then the offer, like 
you know, give them an offer of what to do next, like join my webinar or sign up to my mailing list or, you know, whatever the next step is. So, yeah, yeah that's it. kind of my, uh, what kind of guidelines I give to people if they want to experiment with video, like try and say that succinctly, face on camera, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, give that and, a go. And a quick question back to the reels, which is, which I guess relates to the video side of things too. Um, you said some, there's some people who are actually using it really cleverly to show people how to do things. Yes. Um, what's, like, do, are, are the dancing reels the outperformers? Like, are the dancing and the pointing and the singing and the, the, the lip syncing, regardless, are they the winners? Uh yeah, I well, in my personal opinion, I like the educational ones where I can learn something in 15 or 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, so, and they're the ones that usually my clients have made into ads, like something, yeah. you know, telling a story in a really short time but using the power of video and those words on the video and some music as well. So yeah. telling your story quickly Um yeah, yeah, and making that engaging, they're the ones that I've turned into ads. I haven't really turned anyone into ads with the, I guess, you know, and they might be good to, you know, humanise your brand Organic. and show yourself of yeah. who you are if you want to do that. But I know some people, you know, aren't really into that. And some people pull it off really well. Yeah, they and do. it works well yeah. for their brand. Yeah. Um, but for yeah. me, I'm not a person who can. It's not, and me neither, me neither. But I mean, I see them and I see people doing them really, really well. And I'm like, oh, I like it's fun and it's entertaining, but it's not me. It's not authentic to me or my personal brand. And I know there's a lot of small business owners who feel the same so yeah yeah. so that's good to know follow some other people that aren't doing that but are doing other things like there's some really awesome people especially in america they they seem to um are doing really good reels where they really educating their clients by you know with the reel and i I love those i love those ones where it might be canva tips or kajabi tips or um you know that type of thing so yeah yeah, i like those ones yeah, Personally, awesome. I, I like those. And they're the ones that, you know, I want to do for myself or, or yeah. you know, people who, who aren't comfortable with the dancing might like to try that, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that would be me. Now, is there anything else that small businesses need to know about social media or social media advertising? Um. Yeah, just, yeah, I, again, just you know, the, the both, yeah, both uh, organic and ads, really think yeah. about your whole overall strategy. But also, yeah, think about the whole customer journey. So if you are doing ads, think about and then you're getting them on an email list, make sure your email sequence is set up. I've seen so many people, they run the ads, collect the email, and then nothing. The person See. gets delivered their ebook and then they never hear from and that person it. again. Yeah. So setting up your email sequence, making sure that and then I had another client they um were collecting the emails and they wanted to the next step was to book a free call free discovery call and they really and they had the buttons in all the emails but the button wasn't linked to their calendar oh no so it's going and and actually testing everything yes and I know that sounds simple and basic but I think sometimes it gets overlooked when you're setting things up yourself that you 
you, you actually got to test it yourself. Yes. So, um, yeah. yeah, making sure what you want the customer to do yeah. is very clear on what you want them to do next. And, yeah. and that it and works. Test it. And, it, and works. That it works, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and because as small business owners, we are always in a rush, but it, it yes. definitely, you know, you're wasting a hell of a lot of money if you're, yes. if you're not checking your work. Because that that's instance. what she was saying. No one's booking calls. I'm getting all these leads. I'm paying all this money. No one's booking the calls. And then it wasn't until we looked at it and she was like, do I change my ad? Do I ch- is it my deliver? You know, is it my PDF document? Is there something wrong with that? And then it wasn't until we looked at the emails and tested them and then, yeah. Her buttons were it. <laughs> yeah. So she yeah. made that change and, you know, and now it's getting called. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I love it. Stace, this has just been so informative. You have had so many good tips to share with us. Thank you so much for being so generous with that. And tell us if um, small business owners would like to deep dive further into to Facebook ads and get your assistance with that. Firstly, how might you be able to help them? And secondly, where can they find you? Yeah, so I have a website, stacyhughes.co. I also have an ads course. It's called Fab Ads um, and I run it every couple of months. And um, so, yeah, you get access to the course and it's access to a membership as well because I find ads is something you kind of need support with ongoing. Um, So it's all about strategy and the how-to videos. And I just encourage, like, I just feel like business owners need to know um, how ads work, even if they decide that they want to outsource it or, you know, give it to a VA or an assistant, that at least they have a bit of a background. So um, that's what my course is designed for. And then I have the how-to videos as well. Um, And, yeah, I also do a one-on-one session with clients as well where we deep dive, work out strategy, and then I help them set up those ads inside their business manager. So, yeah, yeah, they're my two offers. Fantastic. Awesome. And the best place to find you is on the website, website. at stacyhughes.co. Yeah. And I'm on Facebook and Instagram. And yeah. And that's Stacy with an E. Stacy with an E. Stacy yeah. with an E. Awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you so much, Stacy. That has been so informative. Really appreciate it. No problem at all, Jane. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of the How to Do Marketing Show. I really do enjoy bringing you these episodes and I hope that you get a lot from them. If you would like to receive even more marketing musings from myself and my team, be sure to head to howtodomarketing.com.au and subscribe to our email. And if you want to move closer to your dream business by creating your own bloody great marketing plan for 2022, head on over to howtodomarketing.com.au forward slash my bloody great marketing plan. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 